All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, buddies, Monday, the something of March. Rhett was uh, saying in the, the fantastic pre-show, is it, it can't be the It's not is the 6th. Six. Six. Is today the 6th? What is it today? The it's the sixth? who? May the 6th be with Rhett you. Rhett was due six days ago, Rhett. Yeah. Uh, Rhett. 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 Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Credit card bills on the 6th. I got to get that paid. Get going. Yeah, yeah. What do you got on there? It's weird how you pay it. You <laughs> It's weird how you pay it, and then a month later, it's it's back being very high again. It's like that cleaning your like room. I purchased anything? Mm-hmm. Thing when you're a kid, like why would I clean it? It's just gonna be dirty again. Like why would I why pay bother? this bill? It's yeah. just gonna be there again in a month. It's just got dirty. That's right. Yeah. Shows up every month. It's weird. Yeah. So uh, weekend update retro. We live vicariously through you. What were we doing? Oof, don't live through me. We didn't do a whole heck of a lot. We had Saturday was busy. Went for the fish fry on Friday night. It was good. Solid, not spectacular. Solid, not spectacular. Saturday was shitty kids hockey game at 11. And then a excellent performance by the Sabres. Except for that one kid took it on the chin. Oof, did he get dummied? Yeah, he did. Stillman. Yeah. Oh dear, yeah. Riley. You got popped. Really that's bad. uh that's your boy's kid, isn't it? Corey's kid, right? Riley Stillman? Yeah, that's not my boy, but it's someone's yeah. child. It's yeah, someone's I'm kid for sure. That's sure confirmed yeah. he's got a mother. Yeah, not yeah. sure about dad. Pretty sure about he's got a mom. Yeah. That was a uh 
Feisty one retro. The boys, uh, well, the boys, <laughs> the Sabres were into it. They're placed, they were wound up, playing well, and then it got. I think the thing is that the Sabres realize that they're being questioned on their toughness. Okay. And then they bring in a couple guys like Stillman, who's, I don't know, it didn't appear that he's that tough. <laughs> Not the big light of the situation. <laughs> but uh, and so I think they were trying to send a message that we can play hard too, which I don't think they can, but it'll be one of their weaknesses. Stillman fighting major against Tanner Janot, 1403 of the second period. And you're giving the check mark to yeah, Janot? Five. That's what I'm hearing? Mm. Well, the yeah, and the other thing was it was like, okay, I get what you're trying to do and you, uh, you know that you've been brought in to have, you know, be scrappy and this and that. It's 5-1 for the Sabres at that moment. Yeah. That's a makes sense for the Tampa guy to want to fight, doesn't it? There was yeah, a knee-on-knee kind of does. a thing, though, right, with uh, Skinner? Is that where it kind of spawned well, from? Dog? I was signing autographs. I, I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah. yeah exhausting. Yeah. Tendinitis in that. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. yeah. You ice that thing down. Yeah. First world problems. Is it cold then hot or hot then cold for that uh, autograph signing yeah. wrist injury? It's cold. Uh, get some of that CBN cream you can rub on there. Get some of that weed cream mm-hmm. on you, Rhett. Yeah. That'll help out that yeah. tough signature arm. Tons of emotion in that game. Not as much at the uh, the Dome on Saturday between the Minnesota Wild and the Calgary Flames. I feel bad. I was telling Sounds people Wild like and Flames. The fans were all wound up at the end. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. That was the most emotion we saw all night was the fans. Fans were in the it. shit out of them. As they yeah. off the fans were in it. Was it? Was that? Were either of you there? Was it loud? Like the, the Wolverine was there. It was audible from the broadcast. We'll have it in the oh, report. Yeah, it was audible. All right. Yeah, um, which is funny because I hadn't heard the crowd all night because really they didn't have anything to cheer. Yeah, about. Hey, on the on the flip side, back to back solid nights for Jacob Markstrom. Is three against? That's the standard now. <laughs> no, he was good. Well, one went off the top yes. of the net. You can't really blame him on that one. Yeah, that's true. The other one was a double deflection. The first one and the other one, the guy just skates right through the one real goal and a couple of fortunate the bounces and, for the Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, but again, the the goal the other end. The you mean the Flames goal? Uh, the, the the goal that the Flames were shooting on. Oh, that the net, that yeah. net, that goalie. Another backup. Ah, uh, we'll see. I think they really like Gustafson, but I yeah, it's a backup. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's he's nice their standard. game one starter yeah. in the playoffs. March but, again, yeah. March sixth, as we've established, of twenty twenty three. I submit to the uh, to the court that uh, he would be the backup at this point. Yeah, in time. yeah, he's on a nice little heater, but it, he is the backup yeah. at this juncture. They will not get a backup tonight in Dallas. It'll be Jake Ottinger going for the Dallas Stars. The Stars hosting the Flames. He used to be a backup, but not too long ago. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, Hope he got hurt, and then you're like, oh, this guy is going to be a really, really, really good goalie, like where you drafted him to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in. Because remember yeah. when the Flames were in Dallas. Dallas last time, that was what the... They got up 6-1, 5-1 in that cap? Yeah, it was, um, it was 6-1, and then it wasn't. No, it was like, hey, isn't this great? They're finally going to be able to, you know, relax and not have a stressful one-goal really? game. All they do is play one-goal yeah. games. Finally, the guys, you know, they don't have to worry about freaking out down the street. Six-five. Yeah. And white knuckle at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
this fucking team. Yeah, well, it is hey, something. So, and that was uh, Wedgwood who was in net for that one. So the Stars seemingly have learned their lesson. You don't start your backup against this high octane Flames offense. You just don't do it. Hey, can't risk it. Gustafson started eight of twelve for them. I'm telling you, it's happening. It's coming. It's coming. But we know Ottinger is the one in Dallas. Would seem to be the the case. Um, is there anything to be said? When we were done last week, the trade had not gone through. I guess I'm curious your thought, Retro. We kind of kicked it around. It just felt like there's no way they could spend any, they being the Flames. You can't give up picks or your prospect. What are you going to do if there's, what do they call it, a shuffling of deck chairs? That was my initial reaction when I saw the trade. My first thought was deck chairs. It feels like deck chairs. Deck chairs, Rhett, for those that missed it. Big trade on Friday. Trades, yeah. Um, Brett Ritchie and Connor Mackey are gone. Income Nick Ritchie and Troy Stetcher. They also swap out Radim Zahorna, who they picked up off waivers. They weren't so Zahorna. After all. After all. And they get Dryden Hunt, who's got lots of Calgary ties, mm-hmm. um, including a home here that Mackenzie Wieger's living in. <laughs> so, and he's really well traveled with the Rangers last year. Then to Colorado, then swap for Dennis Mulligan, now sent back for Zahorna. He's a high-energy, fourth-line bang-and-crash guy, and Nick Ritchie screams of the type of uh, player that uh, Daryl Sutter would love if he, you know, worked. 6'3", 240. Yeah, Nick. And fifth team. Nick Ritchie is uh, one of those guys that needs large pants, big hockey pants, I hope Depot has a set. Maybe that's why he didn't play the other night. Who had the big ass? That, remember the big ass? Uh, who was that? Oh, got big, big ass. ass. I forget who that was. Oh, you know what? It was him. It Come was on. absolutely No him. way. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Brian Burke was talking about Nick Ritchie? He was talking about Nick Ritchie at that draft. Big ass. He's got, you know, he's got a big ass. Phenomenal. That, I'm, that I'm clip almost is actually positive. about him? Yes. I'm almost positive that's who it was. Wow. I'm, that makes me happy. That's full circle for that Because that was clip. the Sam Bennett... Big ass. Same draft, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think peak. that was I the mean, one. I mean, if you'd be okay with it, we could... You want to go take a peek? Look back. I mean, all right. If we're, I don't want to, you know... I know we started late time. today, and we're always a little uh, tight on time. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's... I mean, Connor Mackey was not going to play. Troy Stetcher comes in. More of a journeyman at this point. Yeah. Right side of the third pair. He'll be an upgrade on Gilbert in the terms only, of puck moving. The but only beef I have with all of it, and it's going in the way back into the past, mm-hmm. is that you you kind of anointed Mackey as a kid that was going to make it and can't miss, and you let a first-rounder go for absolutely F all. Yep. Waivers Who's for making those judgment calls? Well, I think it would be fair to say that the coach was not going to give Valimaki ice and that necessitated waivers where maybe you hope you could sneak him through and he could play. But yeah, the coach had Mackie higher on the depth chart. The team really liked Mackie. Come on, you're not. And they're both gone for nothing. Well, not I don't know. know. We blame an awful lot on Daryl and probably he deserves some of it, but... I don't know that that to me that reeks of mismanagement of a of a of yep. a high pick. Agreed. If if the entire hockey operations staff likes the player, they they keep him even though the coach doesn't utilize yes. him, don't they? I guess. I mean, I just remember when Daryl came in midway through the uh, Jeff Ward firing season. 
there was a conversation he had down the stretch about two young players that are going to have to be good if this team's going to be good in the future are Yusuf Alamaki and Dylan Dubé. We need these guys to take steps. There was an immediate, like, okay, call to action on two young players, and I think Dubé's done well with that. And Valimaki didn't. In Valimaki's first game back, he talked about a negative environment and, you know, nice to be in a spot where he's, he's reminded that he's a good player. And I'm paraphrasing heavily here, mm-hmm. but there was an immediate talk about negative energy, bad environment, la, 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 la. Okay, it was a, well, No, just let me finish here. Yeah. So it was apparent that Sutter was putting the heat on Valimaki, and for whatever reason, that didn't pan out. And I, I get the sense that he could still be a flame quite easily if it was a different coach. And that doesn't mean that, you know, Daryl's wrong here or screwed it all up or that there's no, um, you know, responsibility to take on from the front office. But uh, there's a long track record of Daryl not seeing eye to eye with some young players. And I don't think this was a relationship that uh, Valimaki thought was a good one. I don't, can't speak for the coach. Regardless, Valimaki doesn't get to pick. And he wasn't the one that said, put me on waivers. Somebody decided that we're in good enough shape and if mm-hmm. you can't read the tea leaves that somebody's going to pick Valimaki and you thought you were sliding him through, well, that's 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 poorly constructed argument. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Ridiculous. I guess right? the, the so, thought would be if he hasn't played hardly at all the last three years, um, and unfortunately they've been injury riddled almost every single year. It's like figure it the f out. That's yeah. the problem now. I'm getting to is as we discuss it, it's like this is bull, like. Let's walk and chew gum, fellas. Come on. <laughs> it would I'm be nice if you, you if it felt like the GM and head coach were on the same page a lot of the time, well, not uh, just sometimes, right? If you don't, you want to get flipping. I mean, maybe you don't give a shit, but if you don't want to be booed by twenty thousand people at the end of every game, not that this was the reason you were booed, but it's part of it. It's part of the whole story here. What's going? Everyone's confused. What the hell is going on? What are we doing? Plan. What, 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 this isn't good enough. Don't sell us on a product that we're supposed to come and you know support and be excited to watch, and, and, and give us this. And anyone with common sense can go, Jesus, what, what was Valmy? Fifteenth overall, and untouchable at, at times, one point, yeah. like yep. anointed as your next number one. He was going to do it all, and he was kind of going down the path. And certainly, injuries played a big picture in this. It got completely derailed, but, and arrogantly, I'm going to say it. He sat out a whole year. I was helping the team. I never talked to him once. I'm not a guru. I'm not saying that would have changed anything, but that's not, like, I might be able to relate to a 20-year-old kid playing in the NHL, going through injury problems. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I might also actually have been able to mention that, you know, if Daryl comes in, hey, Head down, don't take it personal when he's hard on you. You know, there are insights, but besides the point, it's not about me. I'm just when you have a guy that's number one and you think he's going to be a cornerstone for your D and he disappears for F all back in return, that is poorly managed. If the coach and the GM can't figure their shit out, if that's the issue, then we'll. As fans and as followers, that's not fair to us. That's bullshit. And there's the layers right? to it, you, right? You, 
I shared this tweet. It came up this morning, and I just ha- I didn't think we were going to be talking about Yusuf Valamaki today. Now, Byron Bader, creator of Hockey Prospecting, he's worked... Calgary uh, guy? Yeah. Good guy? Yusuf Valamaki might work his way into a star season by the end of the year. He's been great in Arizona. Cool to get such a thing gratis on the waiver wire. Very, very cool. I not cool for the Flames. Not Byron. cool for the Flames. Uh, <laughs> Valamaki, 24 points in 59 games. That doesn't tell the story. you got to watch him. We... I don't know that he's... He stepped in and played big minutes when they yeah. healthy Jacob Chikrin for the last, uh, what, two, three weeks before the trade deadline. Gostas Bear leaves. Would only and stand to reason that he's going to play as much. Yeah, and, and like there's a four-point game. There's a couple two-point games. I mean, he's, he's he's had a nice little run here since mid-Jan. Time on ice, he's up into the 23 to 25 minutes a night pretty regularly. Uh, it's exactly what you wanted them to be. And yeah, there's lots of blame to go around, Rhett. I'm not trying to absolve uh, front office, but it was clear Daryl wasn't going to play this guy. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's those layers. You like having a difference of opinion. You don't want everybody, unless it's clear, uh, Bedard, good player. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but I think, but the if you can't agree on what your path is, are we competing now? Are we punting? What are we doing? Then how how can you ever agree on anything? Because even if you're in concert, here's what we're doing this year. Okay. We're, all, we're, we're done for this year. We're on to next season, which you know will not be unanimous. Mm-hmm. Even then, there will be a differing of opinion. So, it, uh, yeah, I, even if, even well, if you were the, all dedicated to... Again, I go, back, I go back to... Sorry, Dean. I go back to it again and again. What the F was the opinion on Giordano? Give me a breakdown of what the thought process was. It's the simplest. It's almost a simpler scenario than the Valamaki thing. It is. You're losing him for nothing. You're losing him. You're not making the playoffs, and you're losing him, and you're going to hang on to him. Explain to me the reason. I can't get it. I'm all. I believe in common sense. I think most people make decisions because they have a thought process, and it's not just fucking random bullshit. And if you're running teams and you have a billion dollar industry, you should have. Some sort of set of rules. What was the reasoning behind keeping Giordano? Yeah, and for people that are just, you know, joining us now, so to speak, uh, it was clear they were not going to be able to protect him with the expansion rules for Seattle. It was clear Seattle would be very interested in selecting a guy that could play top four minutes, only, what, a season or two removed from a Norris. And it was clear that if he was going to turn into a pumpkin at midnight, so to speak, on the expansion draft, you had an opportunity to move him at the deadline in a season where they were out of it to probably a similar extent, if not worse than this year, albeit a weird pandemic-shortened year with the Canadian division and all that. And was playing well. Yeah, he's still top four easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess, and that's the problem when you have a shit season like this, you go back over all these mistakes that are made and you see Connor Mackey. I mean, I'm fine with the trade that the conversation started. What do you think? Yep. Right? Whatever. Troy Stetch is probably better than Connor Mackey right mm-hmm. now. And you're a little soft on defense. Yeah, whatever. Give her. That's great. I'm, I'm all for that. That's fine. But now the guy that you said was going to outplay and be better than the first rounder who was not just recently within years going to be the cornerstone of your blue line. Well, he was no good, so this Mackey's going to be better, except now neither of them are. They're both gone, 
and we got nothing with Troy Stetcher. Arizona's got them both. Well, and you know what? Change your allegiances. They've got two former Flames defensemen. (laughs) Get some season tickets at the mullet. It's tough to get a ticket, apparently. It's very limited supply. The and if you want to go that step further, I don't think it's any one person's fault or anything. But if you want to keep down that rabbit hole of not maximizing return or just Sam Bennett was a high first round pick. Essentially, it didn't pan out. You had to give up a first-rounder to move Sean Monahan. You mm-hmm. lost Johnny Gaudreau for nothing. Not a... You moved Kachuk. You got assets back. Now the first went out for in the Monahan deal. And thus far, the big names that came back have not lived up to their expectations. Am I missing anyone else? I mean, Valimaki leaves on, on waivers. Those are all first-round picks. Those are first-round guys. I mean, you could argue you got first-round caliber guys back. They just haven't played like at this point. Um, yeah, I, I almost yeah. take the, the Kachuk out of the equation. It's cause, different because that was fine asset management. Because you got something back. Yeah, you and, didn't, and to rest point, Monaghan, you didn't have to resign him necessarily. You didn't for Valimaki. I, yeah. I guess you did for Bennett. but Bennett, they got and, two seconds, I thought, at the time. That's more than I thought they would have got because he just looked lost here and he was playing fourth line at times. And it's, are you a winger? Are you a center? Uh, I, I was actually really impressed with the return. And then he went on this heater with Florida, playing with Huberto and Duclair. And now he kind of has gone back to being Sam Bennett. But, uh, but still, like, uh, you know, you certainly were higher sell moments for Sam Bennett. Yeah. But from the Flames' well, perspective, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of time, money, and draft pick capital invested. And even if you can rationale some of those, like Pinder's right, there are certain – the Bennett thing, none of us in the, on this – screen thought that he was going to turn into anything right well, we we're still, all kind yeah. of of the opinion yeah, it's time to, it's time to cut bait it's and that's he needs fine. a change of scenery the return was maybe what it, it's the ones that just punch you in the effing face like the giordano one that just boggles my mind i there again do you just wake up and have no plan for anything or do you not see that this is playing out? Or is there such side deal? Did you get absolutely screwed over again? Like, got screwed over by Gaudreau because we thought he was coming back? Okay. Well, did you think you had a side deal with Seattle that they weren't going to take him and you had, and you got the effed on that one too? Like, Man. that would be the only thing I would expect. Would the, I thought, you know, and they would never admit it because that would be tampering maybe. I don't, I don't know. But there's no common sense argument to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only you let him go for nothing. The only caveat is if there was, if he had really said, "I, I really don't want to move." If there was something, too bad. I know, I know. But if, but to your point, if it's strictly just a hockey asset, it's awful. decision. Yeah. Then that should have been an easy one. You would have had when well, they moved Gio within six months in Seattle for a considerable yeah. Yeah. group of picks. When they, him and Blackwell went to Toronto at the deadline, right? And now he's playing, you know, for less than a million bucks on a sweetheart deal, in Toronto. And again, back bad. to what you talked to me, the Valimaki, nothing. Who like the the? I guess the three of us should have been railing against this if we had such strong beliefs that Valimaki was going to turn into something but I don't think any of us were impressed with it we'd been sold that Mackie was going to be this player he was a shits I don't think I saw him play one good game let alone a shift so I don't know what you were hanging your hat on with this kid yeah they liked him right like they loved him yeah 
He's going to come in. He's going to play minutes. We're signed. This is great. He couldn't keep up. He was brutal. The and you let Mal- So what did you watch? What did you see? What did you see that you made these decisions on? The other thing that was interesting is that at camp this year, Daryl basically had his team and then everyone that was not on his team oh, separated in two groups here. And, you know, it's, it's funny because within two, it's, you're hearing all these kids that you'd love to make the team. None of them really got to line up next to NHLers, including Sonny Milano who's having a nice year in Washington. And within two weeks of the season, you're down Chris Tanev and another defense and Shillington isn't here. And they're playing Nick DeSimone and Gilbert in the same lineup on the back end on that seven game losing skid where they went out and played the Islanders and New Jersey and Boston. I mean, it was weird because it was like Pelche's not performing. Valimaki's not good. Milano's no good. All these guys are good, but did they all have bad camps or was the deck kind of stacked against them a bit in camp? I don't know. the only thing I'd wrench I'd throw in there is that he did it the year before and he was praised because the team came out and they were just winning and winning and they kept winning. They had a hell of a year. Right. So I agree with you. I think training camp is the time to mix and mingle the year before. So you have to get guys involved and see what they're like just to what the hell's the sense of having a group of kids come in and made to be feel like second class citizens. Like, no, bring them all in, get them feeling part of it. This is the time to get them comfortable with their peers. Like, you guys get out of the way, go over here. We're, we're no, that's yeah. bogus. And that's what they now. We, he, it was hugely successful the year before. It was the same thing. Because remember, that was Daryl's thing. You can't come into camp and start getting ready. You need to be prepared for camp. You, you can't take the first five games of the season to, to, to warm up you need to be in shape and be ready to go when camp opens so it was yeah it was all business when things open i'm not justifying it i'm just saying that's what it was there's a lot of guys that had bad camps they're having good seasons elsewhere now that's quite a list milano's already re-signed in washington i remember they were looking for that another winger that could score that would help he's got almost 30 points and scoring winger would have been good but well we had a good fourth line there for a long time And look, I I don't think to to circle back, I'm not here to tell you Valimaki had a good camp or Sonny Milano had a good camp or Jacob Pelche had a good camp. All those things can be true. You just wish you could put these guys next to NHLers in camp uh, this year, at least you feel that way. And that can't be the only measuring stick, right? Watch them for 10, 11 days. There's a track record with a lot of these guys. Like like Milano's played in this league for a long time. You, you, You don't... You know, he, he didn't turn into a different human get given Milano's jersey. Still that guy. We're here in the Tower Chrysler Studios, well, I, everyone. It's the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler, Calgary's favorite Tower Chrysler dealer. I don't know if you knew that. Number one. When it comes to Tower Chrysler dealers in the city of Calgary, there's none better. Retro, there's none better. I might have to go talk. I might have to talk to the boys at Tower about maybe hooking me up. What do you, they got a satellite dealership in Buffalo? Buffalo? Or what? Tower Buffalo? No, I got a got some things and it would be nice if I showed up at my house in Calgary if there was a vehicle in it. Just saying. I've been thinking about his... Uh, He's not even back yet. He's his, already doing his, this. His yeah, house great. in Calgary. Have you been watching Last of Us, the HBO series that was not filmed yet, here? No. Retro, you've been watching it? You guys. It's fucking awesome. It's not that I'm doubting it. No, no, no. There's so some anyway, other... I, just, yeah. I really wish we, I could use this uh, yeah. analogy. Oh, cool. 
But because uh, because if we'd have seen it, it would be better. okay. Well, the joke. All right. Sense, well, hey, but, yeah. pay for my HBO or whatever it is, and I'll I'll start watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sub level subsidized rent. Yeah. <laughs> But then you'd have to find it. You you wouldn't get it in your apartment because you can't get anything. I can only get it at Grandma's. So, I gotta go to Grandma's house. I got it blocked so, out here. I gotta walk across the street. Ah. I'm so. It would take me eight months to watch it because I'm so fucking old. I fall asleep <laughs> as soon as it. Anyway, it's like post-apocalyptic, like wasteland, and it's filmed in Calgary. I feel like Rhett's house could be a scene where it's just decrepit, falling apart. There's rancid food in the fridge. You know, like. There's grass growing through the cracks in the driveway. Oh, anyway, yeah. Yeah. There's just feral cats. That's right. Around. Yes. I never, it's a, I got to grow up going on in my house. Probably <laughs> driving by going, geez, I've never seen light. There's never anybody there. Don't shovel Very the driveway anymore. Yeah. There's a tin foil on the windows. What the fuck's happening here? It's like Kevin at home alone. Somebody's got the, <laughs> like they're doing a frigging dance party. <laughs> Flames are winless in five, oh, three, and two. Oh, good. Since well, keep it up now. You keep it up, right? Well, I mean, since the All Star break. Oh, it's bad. Three wins in thirteen games. Three wins in fourteen games. Okay. Three, six, Wait, and five. Now, Is it? I need I need to ask you guys because I this just popped him in to my head as you said. Is this team always been this way? Do you not remember some of the other breaks where they just went to the shit afterwards as well? Like, I feel like there were other seasons where we watched this team yeah. and they had their two weeks off. The only one the was last year when they came back from COVID and then every other team got blitzed with it. That was the only break that they, they had they <laughs> and came back. Shit. But yeah, it was always, Jesus, really not a great time to be taking a break. It's too bad they got to stop down right now because they're playing some good hockey and then they go away and get hammered up and come back. And mm. it seems to be a thing, right? Yeah. Maybe it's an NHL thing. I don't know. Because I was looking this morning, no, the, uh, right. the Dallas Stars, they've won three in a row. They beat Colorado 7-3 on Saturday. Seven even-strength goals. Just peppered the abs. Prior to that, they lost to Vancouver in overtime, lost to Columbus, lost to Chicago. So That's a rough stretch. Three in a row there, bad teams. But It's uh, It's a flamesy-type set of results. It was kind of in that mix of four or five games prior to this three-game winning streak. I don't think, yeah, what are you talking about? They've won four out of five with one. Anyway. In the last two weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. They've lost in regulation to Chicago and Columbus. So, listen, I'm trying to. It's hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness, I'm actually not even looking. Uh, Stars, uh, pretty much the same home record as they are on the road. They have 34 wins. They are one of the top teams. If not Vegas, it's them. There's been a bit of jockeying over the last month or so, but they have been pretty consistent. Jake Ottinger of goalies who have, you know, in that 30 start or more club, sixth in wins, second in goals against, second in save percentage among bona fide starters. So he, he is real good. Uh, and there you see it there as far as... Wasn't it nice he got christened in that series against the Flames? That's when we got to learn he was what a What a coming out party, right? Because the Flames, Flames going to be the man that year, right? Flames did it for Kale McCarr. Yes. And yeah. Jake Ottinger, you're welcome. Although they ended up winning that series. So that it's a the shame they thing, don't get to, to do that to anyone this year. No anointing of future stars and the like. It doesn't feel that way. It sure doesn't. Yeah, that was the the, the large takeaway was, you know, you have mm-hmm. that Boston, Toronto, Minnesota, three games here at home. You know, it's, you're going to test yourself against No, they didn't pass the test. Nope. No, 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 no
So there it is. Three wins since the All-Star. A lot of people are letting me know that the Nashville Predators, as you see on their screen, have a better, well, more points and better points percentage. And they were selling off. Yeah, well, we're selling. They sold Ekholm. They sold uh, Tanner Janot. Ryan Johansson shut down. And in the process of past, the Flames in standing. It's not been a good run. Not ideal. There it is. Last uh, three weeks. That is Feb 13 to March 6. They, bottom five in the NHL. And the team that they easily could have reeled in by now is in there as well. The Jets, 3-6-1. and one. Uh, If you play 500, have a look at where you'd be. They've completely missed an opportunity to catch the Jets. Shame. Now, you know, crazy things can happen. Teams can go, as you say, on a heater. But heaters, I believe, include wins. Well, back-to-back wins. They haven't done that since Jan 21 and Jan 23rd. So that's a full month and a half now. Good six weeks, yeah, yeah. And three in a row they haven't done since December. Early December. Um, yeah. yeah. To I'm say they're to, treading uh, water would be an exaggeration. Yeah. I'll send a little screen grab to Alex here. Because they are on the ice in Dallas. We know it's going to be Ottinger, and it will be uh, it will be Jacob Markstrom so. in net. The right, guy's finally so. playing well. Can't get any run support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And even that homestand, they did play well against Boston. Maybe deserved a better fate, but certainly did. You pissed away enough games that I don't feel bad for you. Yeah, nope. the Saturday and it was still was... two on two that night, right? Like two on two for Vladar yeah. that puts him behind the eight ball. But yeah, they all played Boston, and Saturday was a shit show. As it bad was as it the uh, it was the booter getting the 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 rubber boot full of water. You couldn't. You, oh, they're playing well. Oh, they're competing. Oh, hey, it's a tight game. Moral victory. Nah. Sorry, sorry. Your goaltender kind of held you in, and it wasn't a stalwart effort by Markstrom, but it was an ugly game. It was another one where it's, oh, look at the shots on goal. How many scoring chances? No, they didn't. You know, Philip Gustafson, he made some decent saves. You stretch but... back to third period against Toronto as well on Thursday. Mm. Didn't get a chance. No, that was that third. <laughs> yeah. Did five shots in the third yeah, in a yeah. game they were down by one through 40. They did not get a sniff at a scoring chance in the third period. Mm. Yeah. And so that's four periods where they've been completely – uh, muted offensively. I guess what? The Toffoli breakaway would be your best chance in that one? That, that yeah. big? Didn't get it? And you know what? You know what? Screw the players, too. Mm-hmm. Shame on them. Because we sit on, we've spent the first half hour bitching about the management and the coaching. You know who should matter, too, with 20 games left? The effing players. It shouldn't take a Daryl Sutter speech or a trade by the GM to recognize what spot you're in. The goal of those players is supposed to make the playoffs and win a fucking cup, not collect paychecks. Shame on you. The vibe has changed considerably since that uh, returning home from Colorado. That was a tough road trip. They rally against Arizona. They blow a 3-1 lead in Vegas. Uh, They get down two rip early against Colorado, and that didn't end up being close. They have the huge, you know, bounce back performance against Boston, rallying, tying, taking a league, blowing it, losing in overtime. Right in that window is that we still believe in this room. The, our best hockey's still ahead of us. We, we're going to make the playoffs. Everyone believes. That tone is entirely different than what we heard from 
the post game against Minnesota on Saturday, which was more reminiscent of a funeral scene. I don't believe the belief is there anymore and maybe I'm wrong, but there was not a lot of confidence. And rather than talking about being better or defending what happened, they said, yeah, I I, I understand why, you know, shame on us for not having more energy. Yeah. Shame on you. You're damn right. Shame on you. How about you send everyone that bought a fucking ticket back their money? That pisses me off. That my kid, I know it's a ridiculous and I'm, and it's easy for me to sit here and do it. And I'm sure there are games where I was horse shit too, but with 20 games back, you just said it, Pinder Winnipeg is in free fall mode and you have got and come up with a no excuses, BS effort and you don't care. And it's real clear. And we, we thought maybe that we painted you with a bad brush. Uh, uh, uh-uh. I'm yeah. back to being real confident in my analysis of the, of this team from early on. Well, and you're it, you're you're faking and lying and bullshitting us and shame on you. That it clearly doesn't matter to you to win a cup. And you kind of sniffed. And you can't it, tell me it does. You kind of saw it early, right? Mm-hmm. I think Pinder certainly was. And I think, I think most people were waiting. Oh, give it time. Hubert will come around. Just get, let, let these the guys get comfortable in. this and that. You were on the other side of the fence. You felt like the coach, right? I mean, when did the coach overcoach right after that game Edmonton seven, game? game like, and yep. you yeah, said man. right there at game seven, Hmm. Didn't make sense. Not ideal. And it, they haven't really recovered. Jets have lost seven of nine and you've made up no ground. Really. It's an absolute, travesty if you just played 500 you're probably in a playoff spot and what's interesting to me and i'm not looking to pump your tires but it's not like you're here you're not hanging around the rink talking to people this is you just watching obviously you have 700 games under your belt more playoff games all of that so you would have a a, a real good sense of what's going on with a team but to be away from the you're not in the city talking to people and, maybe it helps, <laughs> and and you can, and you you could see it. Uh, you could see it then. You can watch, and you can tell by body language. And a lot of people don't even pay attention to that stuff. You can watch the game and look at as the play's going on, and don't watch the the play. Watch the bench. Are they into it? Are they are they actually standing up when there's a goal scored? Is everybody racing and excitement? Like when Pelche scores, it's pure emotion and enthusiasm and excitement he's pumped up there's other guys said it earlier there who somebody scored Kadri scored it was not a rush to get around him and hey way to go great job it was more of a token okay yeah i get it. wait great goal that was, was really important but it's fake they don't I, care about each other. And we've had these teams in Calgary before where they tell us that the room's great and everybody gets along and we love each other and kumbaya and kiss my ass. You're lying. They, uh, You're flat out lying. I think it helps too that you played for the coach because we, we know that he's not easy on players, but you know what is going on behind the scenes there. And it's clear that they have not been having fun uh, for a long time here. Yeah, and it isn't hard to see when teams aren't having fun. I mean, yeah. I totally yep, yeah. That's an, that's another indicator and things. And anyway, I, it's it's not about me being right and wrong. It's the fact that we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. We're doing the death march. 
and you've got the talent. Of, like, that was another thing I wasn't convinced of. That I wasn't. I'm not convinced that a guy like Kadri was going to come in and help you. I what? I didn't dislike the trade. I disliked the extensions yeah. because again, it's easy for me to say I'm right, and I am. If you hadn't signed Huberdo and Uyghur, you could have really restocked the shelves at the trade deadline because three or four Maybe. months of horse shit, it's easy to sell. Well, Huberdo didn't get along with Sutter. That's why it didn't work out. But when we send him to your team, you're getting a 115-point winger, right? You're going to get some return for that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not Uyghur, so convinced, but maybe. I mean, I just think if it, maybe he's not having this year if he's a Why the, agent, right? Like maybe that's a part of the, it, right? How do you argue though that Pinder? Then how do you argue that you have to send sign him to ten and a half? I'm not but saying you to don't sign. think if you make my point. I'm saying if okay. he's having this year and he's unsigned, I'm not convinced you're restocking. You might get a second and a B prospect. I mean, I'm trying to think of a comparable. I still think you get a first. You, get, you think a first, really? For Tanner a guy that's Genoa, less than a half Tanner point Genoa a game? Tanner got that haul. You look at all yeah, those guys. Okay. How many, I mean, what, what do we look at? 12 first rounders were, were traded? 13, yeah. And I, I'm just trying to think of a rental at his age. Like, Genoa's clearly, you're buying him for team control, and he's a young guy that they like. Because I agree with. a 30 year old rental, right? Yeah, I agree with Rhett. There would be GM saying, well, we can fix there's it. a lot of yeah. guys that can't play for Sutter. Yeah. Look, look who's he playing with? That, put him here. That's what we need. We'll get him back going. I, I I don't necessarily disagree. Like restocked just a little strong. Like even if you get a – so let's say you get pick okay, 29 so. for him. Like I wait four years and it's nothing. But yeah. I, I'm with you. Like you yeah. certainly would rather have that position than the one they're in, Red. It's not close at this point. Alex, I'll get you to throw that uh, that tweet back up. Ryan Leslie in Dallas with the team, obviously with Sportsnet. Some changing of the lines up front. Uh, Dylan Dubé moves from the left wing spot on the first line today. Lindholm centering Jacob Pelche on the left to Foley on the right. Nick Ritchie moves to the uh, the Pelche spot, so it's Ritchie, Caudry, and Huberto. Manjapani, Backlund, Coleman, and then Dubé centering the line of Lucic and Lewis. So Walker out comes out. And Brzezic the D stays, stays the out. same with Markstrom in net. Yeah, but is is Walker a little banged up from that hit? That's a good that question. He got clunked, yeah. Uh, yeah, you hope it's not a merit because this line pace. Because this yeah, because this lineup looks like horseshit to me. <laughs> it looks like a mad scramble wow. for no reason. But yeah. but if even if Dewar's out, I don't why. So we're going to punish Dubé now because he's been the problem. Or we Richie needs to be put in this situation. Like what are we doing? What are we, I why? think what you're seeing is, is good? a coach that hasn't seen a goal from his team in four or five periods. So he's shuffling shit up. Like when was the last time they scored? Well, I'll make sure Thursday make sure against Lewis Toronto. Are in there because they're, they're, they're a threat for fuck. Sorry, sakes. Eggs, both you. Yeah. Coleman shorthanded breakaway against Toronto. And it? what period was that? First. So they haven't scored for five <laughs> periods. So I am i don't think Daryl's found the new lines so much as like, so hey, dummies, I'm going to so shake it up looking, if you can't score. Oh, yeah. So you're going to keep Lewis and Lucic in, though. That's going to fuck well, those are, It's got the same jewelry club. We know that. It hurts him in his heart if he has to scratch those guys. <laughs> I don't mind Pelche up top. That'll be interesting. Oh. He's been one of the guys that has been good. I'm good with Pelche up top. Yeah. He's playing hard and he's playing fast, and that's great because that's where the – we yep. want him to play for the rest of his career on a top line. Absolutely. That whatever. And but 
the Lewis Lucic bullshit. Oh, and I'm sorry, Milan, and I get it. You're old and you don't want to do it anymore. I don't care. And Reeves is out there against Minnesota, so he probably is not afraid of you anyway. But it's time to move on, Daryl, and let kids play and get Lewis out. They aren't going to create scoring opportunities, and you're not good enough to hold on to – they're not even good enough defensively that you need them at the end of a game. You've got Lindholm and Kadri and Backland as your fucking centermen. They can all play better D than Lewis. Yep. They can all play better defensive role than Lewis can. I. It, it doesn't. It's it's mm, driving me nuts. Daryl and Vets. Um. There. There was a little Reeves. Uh, Lucic conversation. I wonder if he's in Tuesday. You'd want to see it. I mean, don't, 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 uh, don't save it but for the offseason. If who's in, I don't even want to see Luch? it. Don't even oh, yeah. want to see it. Of course he's in. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, like <laughs> Rhett's saying, get out of the lineup. And I'm no, I know. I, we understand. Like Milan did go up to the rafters for what five games this year around uh, Christmas. Yeah. But like, yeah, it feels like he's tattooed in this lineup. Never mind when he was tattooed on the second line so, for six weeks, which which was idiotic. Again, the coach, man. There's been some blunders this year. Go ahead, Rhett. No, I'm just saying. I'm just repeating myself. I know you can take it from three years ago, probably too. It's just, it's rinse repeat. It's the same. And Daryl wasn't even. It's stupid. I'm sorry, Lewis. What is he doing for you? I don't yeah. even care about Lucic. You can rationalize Lucic being the lineup if you think that you need that. The Buffalo Sabers could use a tough guy that might help him, and that's sure. Okay, so if it, they can help the Sabers, maybe it helps with the Flames. But the Lewis thing is idiotic. The uh, if if Dewar is healthy, you'd like him there better than than Lewis. I know they like Lewis, guess, or he right. does, because it's all three forward positions. It's faceoffs. It's penalty killing. It's all the little Daryl stuff he loves. But um, yeah, there's no offense there. You have to be a winning. Here's the problem Daryl's having is that you have to be a winning flipping lineup to for those to be effective uses of players. You need offense. You're not good enough to win hockey games, so you. You don't need those little idiosyncrasies that you truly enjoy to have on your team. You don't need them. And it's a different team. Lewis is irrelevant when you've got Lindholm, Kadri, and Backlund as your centerman. Shouldn't need to use that fourth line if you don't need want him. Yeah. And boy, they have been on for scoring chances, have they not? Oh, the, the Toronto, Toronto game, game was a Toronto disaster. game was a nightmare. And they're out, you know, twice in the Boston game with less than four minutes. And you're lucky you got to overtime with Boston because of the chance they allow late. Um, I don't get it. The coach loves it. And it's just a shame when you get Matthew Phillips having an amazing year and he gets 11 minutes over two games at the Calgary Flames and we get this same lineup, same fourth line trotted out all season. That can't and, then, score. and then when you finally do call up kids, yeah. right? You're like, damn it, Walker Doer can fly. That helps. Damn it, Jacob Pelche is not just a young player, but a responsible 200-foot player that creates chances. Like, is there another universe we live in where some of these kids get more ice early and you're not in this fucking spot because your fourth line's a sinkhole? Yes. Yes, there is. Give them a chance. We can't get rid of Jerome McGinley because he's our goal scorer. We all love Jerome. But when Jerome leaves, it opens up ice time for other kids to come in and you find out what they are. This is in... This is not the same thing this season. My point is only that when you give kids opportunity, they don't always screw it up. 
Sometimes they Those rise up to the challenge and play their way into top minutes. Pelcey's on the top line, and he didn't get up till what, like game 50? It was a three, for, for what it's worth, it was three games for Lucic, second week of December. Yeah, so he's go. played yeah. every game. To his credit, he's been, you know, stayed healthy. Um, the, the three games there. It, it, I, don't, I don't know what you... I, now imagine, and I don't know if it's the case, but what if the Craig Conroys and Brad Trelivings of the world are sitting in their office and they feel the same way as we do. I think there's a lot of then people. Then it's a in, disjointed bullshit organization. Because they brought Phillips in. Simple, I was just going to say. Period, end, stop, exclamation, all of the above. So, Rhett, it's clear that the GM and Conroy and others, including everyone that works with the Heat, would have liked to see more than 11 minutes over two games from Phillips hit a post, like added pace. And it's like he's a UFA this summer. Now, maybe he's not an NHLer. Maybe he's going to go to Zurich and bank 200,000 Swiss francs a year for the rest of his life, and it's, it wasn't going to happen. But they didn't find out here. And that's, that's back to asset management stuff. And the GM wanted to, or he wouldn't have called him up. They, the coach wait, is not on the same page as the GM. This is a big problem. Stop, right? You're, and you're bang on with Phillips. You can't score right now. You're in the muck. The team's not a good group. They don't care enough. Bring Phillips up. Get Lucic and Lewis out of the flipping lineup and play kids. For Christ's sakes, you have 19 games left. Find out what they are. Remember when we were swearing too much? Find out what they are. That's gone away. And he was so mad at me. He was very mad. You can't be saying that. Kids might be listening. And a hard JC there. All right. <laughs> Teasing you. You're dead on, Rhett. That's why it's frustrating, know, right? But and you can be mad at the Phillips thing in the two games in the 11 minutes. You have night. It's a, that's why they got rid of Valimaki. It was yep. the end of that year and he wouldn't play him. Play him. What are you What are you proving? Bring the kids in. Lucic is gone in 19 games and you don't want him back anyway. Or if you do, you're an idiot. And Lewis, I'm sorry, it's over. You had your run. PTOs. You were great. We loved you. It's not now, and it's it's the next stage of life. That's the, what happens to us all. You've got kids that have played well for the Wranglers, and you can't score goals, and there's no downside to playing a piss out of them now. Connor Zary's had a nice DC or two there. I was going to say, the Wranglers on the weekend – in a shootout, beat the Colorado Eagles 6-5. to five. Uh, Matthew Phillips tied the game with about two and a half left with his 28th of the season. And uh, I, I also sort of, like, look, again, no one's here saying he's 100% absolutely an NHL. It's just a shame he never really got a chance. Less than 11 minutes in two games is the career line. Like, 9.02 this year in two games? Jesus. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And again, okay. I love my repeat today, I guess. Where's the common sense in any of this? Like, yeah, no, it's where? there's there's where? a problem here. There's a problem. Explain to me. Come out and explain to me that okay, well, we don't want to screw up the Wranglers season. Okay, well, no, I guess, but people don't really give a crap about that. That that's a that's a cheesy one, if you ask me, right? Like, if there's rationale behind some of these decisions, and maybe they don't feel obligated to let us know these things, but. We're pretty good about reading tea leaves and being around the game and kind of understanding a lot of things, not everything. We're certainly not perfect in any way, but usually you can see a train of thought or why this approach or why that I I, I can't grasp any of this. I don't get it like that. This, it doesn't make any flipping sense. Zip. I, I mean, I think we all know what's happening here. I think the GM and the coach aren't on the same page as we said for months or alluded to for months. Well then put them in a room together and let them figure it out. Does that seem like something Daryl will be amenable to the just, you know, meeting in the Don't middle. Give a sh- yeah. Just because you think you're, well, I, I'm, maybe it's not his problem. Maybe it's the other guy that's, but I don't care. I don't yeah. care. We deserve better. Totally. Yeah. I agree with that. And for Daryl, he is, he's Daryl. He's got his This extension. is the only Daryl he knows is the Daryl that we see. He's got jewelry. He's one of the winningest and tenured coaches in NHL history. Who is going to go into that office and tell him that the way he's doing things isn't the right way to do it? I think there's only one guy that can, and he's in Switzerland most of the time, or London. I mean, S- I just don't Scotty see, Bowman. I don't see anyone higher on the food chain than Daryl right now when you look at, all the issues Rhett's pointed out. If there's a tie, like GM wants this, coach wants that, who's getting their way here? It's been the coach. Again, I think that's shameful, and I'm disappointed in both of them. Grow up. Grow up. I mean, well, and I there's other personally. The other dynamics, right? That's the problem. 
Go ahead. GM's up at the end of the year. Coach has a three-year extension is what we're, we're, is rumored. Like it's the power dynamics are not even Steven. No, I, I, and this is an owner issue. Like you have to, you cannot enable this situation to be this way. Would you like a fun fact? It's factoid. Yes, please. Well, let's take a look. Now, I was looking in the. I was. I thought I saw it over the weekend. Dryden Hunt, the new member of the Wranglers, scored his fifth of the season for the Wranglers in the third period. From Kenny Albert. Wow. If Dryden Hunt scores a goal for Calgary this season, he would be the first NHL player to ever score for four teams in one season. Dennis O'Brien, Dave McIlwain, Mark Arcabello, and UC Jokinen previously UC. played for four teams in a single season. So they get played up. for four in one year. They haven't scored. Didn't score. Now, is that organizationally or at the NHL level? Oh, I think it's NHL. He'd be the first NHL, NHL. player. Yeah. So get him up. While we're talking about bringing guys up, let's go. Let Dryden Hunt set a little uh, NHL history, you know? Yeah, he did play with all three this year. Wow. Okay. What? Give us... One in three games with the Rangers, one in 25 games with Colorado, one in nine games with uh, the Leafs. There you go. He has bounced around. Yep. Prior to that, uh, Arizona. Prior to that, Florida. Hmm. That's a sixth team. He's that good little mucker grinder. I, I I would love to see him in on that fourth line if uh, the changes Rhett's suggesting were to be made. If you had a doer, Hunt, and another keen young centerman there, that would be Zarry. a lot of piss and vinegar, right? Um, yeah, he's, he's a hard-working. Like just like us begging for our, a jersey, we won't get our wish. Were we? Jersey. Yeah. Speaking of jerseys, Spotify. Look at this guy. This week, this week we're going to give this one away. A couple more days to promo and uh, and get your get your way in on this. Woo. A He's beauty a blasty. I tell <laughs> authentic tie downs, sewn on cresting and everything. We may suck, but at least we look good. Come on, now. it's autographed by uh, by Elias Lindholm. There it is. Siggy on the back there. I'd say what Pinder should model it, but he'd get some sort of hot sauce on it. Well, wow, no one wants me wearing it. That'll hurt the resale. Yeah, there you go. Uh, for the, uh, to it. that's right. That is courtesy of the hearing loss clinic. Rhodesy. Rhodesy. And the hearing loss clinic. Uh, donating some jerseys for you, the barn burner listeners, for Calgary locations. If you feel like you're having some issues with your hearing, you've just, oh, I got bad hearing. It doesn't have to be that way. You can have, get, Get your assessment. Get some treatment. They're not looking to sell you hearing aids. Or they just want you to have some clarity on what's going on with your hearing. A 2022 Chamber of Commerce Professional Service Excellence Award winner. They are, uh, they're the best at what they do. Bottom line. Hearingloss.ca. You see it there, the website on your screen. On Twitter, at The Hearing Loss. Instagram, The Hearing Loss Clinic. Slide by. Great people. Great clinic cutting edge technology in there to, to get in there and figure out what's going on with your hearing. There's, there's different things, obviously go, I would say go to the website cause I went there and there's some things they do. I didn't even realize that they would do, but it could apply to you. I suggest you check it out. Hearingloss.ca. Wanted to, uh, two oh. things. First off, I've completely mismanaged my day cause I have to piss like 10 out of 10 right now. And we got oh, like no. an hour left in the show. So I'm going to oh, go, okay. but I also wanted to maybe get you started on something here or I can hold, but Nick Ritchie, we haven't really talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think 
Nick Ritchie's tools are what Daryl dreams of. Nick Ritchie's work ethic is going to drive him batty unless it changes here. And it kind of feels like last call for Nick Ritchie, the former, what, top 15 pick that's you know now in his late 20s. Yeah, you know what this one feels like to me when they added Chris Stewart? Yeah. The one year. Well, you know, he was good for Colorado a few years ago. A big guy is, tell you, he is going to frustrate the shit out of everybody. Talking to people that scout, this is going to be an absolute nightmare with Daryl, and it'll be interesting to see how it starts because everyone can work hard for a couple shifts, but if he's doing it for full games over consecutive games, that's a first. Rosie. Yeah, well, if Rosie was doughy. (laughs) I'm just saying. And heavier and bigger. Go do your thing, Pinder. This Um, guy has had enough. He's been given enough rope. I, I, I was not against the trade or anything. I would be stunned to see Nick Ritchie in a Flames uniform in two years. Oh, like, it's no. To me, like, this is it. This is zero. Like, what yeah. are we talking about? And I mean, it, what are you going to do? It's a trade deadline. What can you do? Going from Brett yeah, I'm not, to Nick. I'm I, not against. I know. I'm not against the trade. Yeah. yeah. I, and if you're going to trade for so him, what, you you got to play him. Uh, do you put him on the fourth line? I don't know. I. So wait, which <laughs> which Richie do we have now? Nick. Brett is gone. Nick is, Nick is in. Our old employ our employ our old employer's website is they don't even have it updated, so it's not. Well, even, I mean, it's what are you going there for? Yeah, you don't go there. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Well, I th- he landed in Toronto, and he was going to be a goal-scoring answer and a big body, and that didn't last long. And then he was ditched off to to Arizona with his fat contract and that. This he's a UF now again. He's a UFA at the end of the year. If I had to guess, this is just run out the clock on the year. Maybe Troy. I don't know Troy Stetcher. It, it, out of everything, and there's there's not much to talk about with it because we don't have any clarity on it, and I don't think we'll get it because it's kind of a sensitive issue, is the lost year for Oliver Shillington. It didn't help the team. I, I don't know what... No. It certainly didn't help him in terms of his progression because remember last year, he he started... He played that first game as a forward. They, had ex, they went with whatever it was, the extra forwards that night. He was... And last then took year, off, he yeah. was an absolute... Find right, like I mean, I think going into his draft year, he was supposed to be really high, and then he dropped, and you took him, and then you wondered for a while, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't see it, maybe." But nah. and then last year, you're like, this guy's good. Mm-hmm. This guy's good. We just found a top. We just found a top four defenseman that you didn't think was coming at all, right? Like it was kind of like, mm. and perhaps that played into some of the Valimaki stuff. I don't know. Either way, even if you think. Uh, Shillington's going to be here and playing well this year. I, it doesn't excuse what happened with Valimaki for me. No. But losing him, hugely detrimental to the squad. I mean, he chewed up lots of minutes. The only issue I have, you know, and I, I don't think you're saying it, but to think that he was going to be the difference between making the playoffs and not, it, no, he helps. But he's he's not a leader, and he's not going to change Daryl. Walk into the office and get guys excited. He's not a emotional rah rah guy, rally the troops kind of guy. Like he'd have chewed up minutes, and he'd have been better than some of the options they had to play. 
but I don't think he has no. enough. When you when you write the to change the year, you know when when the tombstone or whatever goes up on the season, you write the the eulogy or the post mortem. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the things that you wouldn't have expected. The goaltending to go the way it did, Huberdo, just everything, and to have this guy not show up all. all season. Yeah, I don't know if you change things in the off season. You probably can't, but it, it's just another thing that you could not have forecast going sideways on this team that has. Yeah, I don't know when they first got the word, but we didn't hear until training camp that he's not here. And you're like, oh, well, maybe he'll just, he'll be here in two weeks. And then it was, oh, there's no timetable. There's no timetable. Well, maybe by Christmas. No, okay, by the deadline. Well, that's, but no, he's not here. Yeah. And interestingly, he's a UFA next summer. So you can add him to the six names already there. So even if he does return, he would be one of four defensemen on expiring contracts. Hannafin, Tanev, Zadorov, and Shillington up next year. Lindholm back on Toffoli up front. That is just a huge number of guys that you would call core guys. Tonight, it is the Stars hosting the Flames. Rhett Warner and hey. myself with a little afterburner for you. Totally forgot. Tonight, after the hockey game. And tomorrow with me, Rhett, for the... Uh, Rematch of that scintillating Saturday night against the Wild. I'm really excited for it. Really excited to do these. I mean, they've been good luck and they've been <laughs> insightful and pleasant ordeals. It's going to be great. Really excited for it. Yeah, I I share it. I, I'll tune in. I won't miss it. I have a passion for this year's Flames team. Yeah. Let's, uh, we're going to do the Pinder Report. Want to remind you about Vina Nova, Calgary's only lab-grown diamond specialist. The only store in Calgary, that's all they do. That's all they do. Which means, well, if we're only going to, if we're doing the one thing, we're going to specialize in it. And we're going to be the best at it. And that's what they are. Largest selection of loose lab-grown diamonds and jewelry in town. Loose. Sa- yeah, you can, you right. kind of like dice. Savings for lab-grown diamonds can be as much as 80% off. Maybe you want to do go in, select one that they've got there. They have a great selection. Or maybe you want to custom design something with uh, with Justin and that. You can do that too. Vinanova.com is the website. The show the showroom downtown, second level of Stephen Avenue Place. And as we've been telling you for weeks and weeks, lab-grown diamonds, it's the same chemical composition and crystal structure as a natural earth mined diamond. Why pay 40, 50, 80% more? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. The only thing that matters and makes sense is going to Vinanova and Vinanova.com. Like we said, I guess spring is when you engage your <laughs> others or whatever. So uh, if that's your thing. If you're engaging your others, you need a ring. It's Vinanova. You want a long-term okay. deal with your roommate, Dean? You go see Vinanova. Yeah, you're going in on a, on a long-term. Long-term extension with the roommate. Yeah. Person that you live with. There you have it. So good. The Pinder Report is a presentation of Village Honda. The new CRV Hybrid is in. The new Honda Passport Trail Sport in stock. The new Honda Accord is coming soon. Soon. All new generation redefined sophistication and styling. The Honda Accord, we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. But uh, Village Honda, they're your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall. Visit them today. The website, villagehonda.com. The Pinder Report. All righty, fellows. We, uh, last time we gathered... Just ahead of the deadline, mm-hmm. probably quiet day for the Flames. Oh, hold your horses. There were deals to be made. Let's take a look at uh, how the trade deadline wrapped up for the Flames with a big swap with Arizona. 
Uh, D C O T T. <laughs> Deck chairs on the Titanic. Okay, oh. so Troy Stetcher's in right side of the third pair. He'll wear fifty-one. Nick Riccio wore twenty-seven. He gets traded for his brother. First brother. Brother's got a hug trade of all time in NHL history, and Connor Mackey uh, will get to play in Arizona. We just don't know if he'll play well. They also had a Brett, minor league Brett swap. Richie is laughing at his brother. Sorry, he's just laughing. He's going, have fun. Have fun in Calgary, bud. I'll be in. Uh, Say hi to Daryl for me. Leave, yeah, leave a key to your place under the rug. Both of them can play that game. Yeah. You got flip flops and board shorts for me when I get there, right? Yeah. I mean, your ass is huge. So the pool, is the heater on in the pool? Is yeah. the heater on in the pool? <laughs> you have 42 waist, Nick? Up? That's too big for me. Uh, big ass. 42. Big My ass. goodness. That is a big ass. <laughs> hey, if Berkey says it's a big ass, I'm taking his word on I, I, You know what? I might be wrong on that. Maybe it was Leon. but I see Oh, it might have been Leon. That's a good call. Somebody texted. Uh, Leon. I, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, both. Uh, big ass. One guy, Leon, Nick. Probably better at the game of hockey than the other, but both very toolsy. It's really not a lot separating the tools of the. Uh. We'll see how it goes. Richie will make his debut on the second line tonight on the left side of Kadri and Huberdo. Uh, the other minor deal: Radim Zahorna, who they got off waivers, they turn into Dryden Hunt, who's a responsible fourth line checker with some mustard in his game. Would love to see him up. Uh, not sure if we will, given the jewelry club and such. My kid asked me the other day. Hey, Dad, yeah. can you make some ham? Can you make some ham? Yeah. Can you make some ham? What's what's this about? And I don't know where... She just wanted to use the mustard. We've huh. got some of that kind of... Uh, with the seeds, the mustard Grainy. seeds. Yeah. You just want to use that mustard, don't you? Yeah. 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 I make pr- some ham so I can have some of this mustard. I'm pretty proud of her. Not a lot of kids are digging mustard. To the point she's asking me to make a meal just so she can have the mustard. How about that? You know? Yeah. Uh, so there you are. That was Friday. And the boys must have been just absolutely pumped to welcome in their new teammates as they hosted the Wild to wrap their three-game homestand. Let's go to the final moments of the game. Volume up for this, my friends. Yeah, that's a, a boot off the ice, my friends. That was with uh, 90 seconds left. Huh. More than that. That's uh Textbook eight games, seven oh one of the air improve with this one to eight or make that nine, one and two in their last well, twelve. You know, Daryl has a lot of respect for the fans in Calgary. He always talks about, you know, the real fans, they believe. The real fans are cheering for us, unlike some of you media people here wanting us to lose, huh? Huh? What did Daryl have to say about the booing after Saturday's game? a lot of melon and ball here loop it <laughs> feels like that's stuck on thank you god what's that record i uh, daryl said uh, i'd be booing too which uh wasn't the most uh robust defense of his team i've ever seen <laughs> and i get it they were flat as shit well and he said that he didn't think they were booing the players I mean, here uh, he is look at him there he is here you go daryl Nice cherry red tie there, Daryl. Well, you heard the fans booing at the end. Do you blame them? Well, when you lose, I'd I, I boo too. Right? I mean, I don't think they're booing the team. Mm. Who are they booing? 
as I said, our top players got to be better players. That's for sure. So they're only booing individuals, I think, is what Daryl's alluding to. I'm not I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, here's your overview of the Calgary Flames. They've uh, got what 19 left. You know. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's a lot yeah. of hockey. A lot of hockey. Mm -hmm. uh, 19. They're in the teens. Yeah, that's uh, teens. Not great at a lot of things that you want to be good at in hockey right now. Uh, zero goals in their last five periods, our rough math earlier today. And if you want to look at the standings in the West, they, uh, well, they're still not good for the Flames, which you'd expect with uh, three wins in 13 games since the All-Star break. Here's a peek at the West, which is not a great look for the Calgary Flames right now. Uh, Winnipeg, who have dropped seven of nine, remain seven points up, games played even on the Calgary Flames. Now, if they want to lose seven of their next nine, I mean, by just opening the door, problem Very is helpful. Nashville might walk in if they're opening the door. It's going to be <laughs> Calgary. Uh, finally, here's the stats we saw from earlier. There's the Flames on the season. Those ranks are no good. Penalty kills plummeted, boys. It was top five or top seven for a long time this year. It's a no bueno. And uh, yeah, the well, the shooting percentage to, uh, and save percentage. You want to have that speaks that that speaks to packing it in, Pinder, because penalty killing is about having effort and having yeah. outwork and block shots and pay a price. That's that that is a great indicator of where their heads are at. Their uh, shooting percentage second worst in the league. Their goaltending third fourth worst in the league. Those are tough things to overcome if you're not getting luck at either end, or you're just not finishing or getting finished it either way we'll move along here's uh their last three weeks they've been downright awful bottom five in the league they uh they had that big win against seattle heading into the all-star break they played really well the monday coming out of all-star break against the rangers get an overtime point there and then it's just been gross uh two five and three in the last three weeks it's uh yeah 28th out of a 32 team league this was crunch time this is let's see what you're made of send your gm a message heading into the deadline uh message sent this ain't it there is good news in hockey in calgary though do you know did you know that oh it's cold today the outdoor rink should be great yeah it's great great flooding weather yeah. right? uh the university of calgary dinosaurs the dinos are off to the national championship says they uh offed the Golden Bears in the Western Fall. Down one nothing after 40 minutes, Red. I hate the Golden Bears. In a do-or-die game three. This is awesome stuff. He ties it up along the wall. The Dinos drought is over. The University of Calgary Dinos are Canada West. Oh, there's a big crowd, for too. For the first time since yep. 1996. 96, Red. Where were you? That is a long time ago. Is that your draft year? First year pro, Pinder. Wow. So 96 last time they won Canada West. And MRU had a phenomenal regular season. They got upset by Saskatchewan. Yeah. Those games are well attended. I was at games two or three of that series. Uh, this is a, a great thing happening in this city. U Sports Hockey might be the, the, the biggest hidden gem in terms of caliber of hockey out there. And the two teams of Calgary, really strong seasons. The Dinos, I, had, I believe they eclipsed 20 wins in a row at one point. Incredible stuff. They're off to Charlatan. PEI, don't you know? Oh where they'll face off against, uh, you know, the hosts and sure, the other two league champions for the national championship. Best of luck, Dinos. Congrats to Mark Howell and his crew. Fun rink when it's jammed like that, yeah. right? When it's one FTB. of those smaller rinks and it's 
Big yeah. fat crowd in there. Awesome. Love to see it. Uh, okay, so we'll move from the Calgary scene to the NHL national scene. Very interesting things happening in Tampa Bay retro. John Cooper benches Kucherov and Stamkos. I believe it was Friday night. Didn't like their effort. And, oh, geez, look at this. Pushing serious buttons and point for the entire third period. That was the Buffalo game you talked about. Well, what would you expect after that retro with... Wait. Yeah. By scratching or benching? Uh, Benching, yes. For the third period. They, yeah, they played, they but they didn't play the third. Yeah, sorry, wrong. Well, that's yeah, it's Chris Johnson, a little yeah. confusing. Uh, Come on, Chris, fucking clean it up. Apologies for that. Uh, so then uh, Michael Russo anyway, will weigh in. I was at that game. Okay, so so how will they respond now? Next thing you know, they're okay. So now you got Carolina on Sunday. Uh, John Cooper on TNT talked about those guys setting the standard. They didn't meet it ninety nine percent of the time. They're the ones that are helping us win. They weren't. Boom, boom, boom. So how do the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning respond, Rhett? Uh, how about four shots through two periods of play against Carolina? Zero in the second period. There's John Shannon. Four nothing through 40. No shots in the second. Four shots through two periods. That's your pushback? That's your response to your coach? They would lose six nothing to Carolina in a battle of, you know, two teams we consider amongst the elite in the NHL. It was not close. Freddie Anderson's first shot of the year for the Hurricanes. That was a slobber knocking. And oh, yeah, there's Jesperi Kutkaniemi with a five point game, Habs fans. <laughs> Enjoy that one. John, John Cooper is going to have to do some heavy stick handling to get this team back on track. And before you we get to the overall, job, uh, sorry, go ahead. You, yeah, well, you bench your top guys and they mm-hmm. respond with that. That's sending a message back. 14 That's, shots. Mm. Not good. That ain't pretty. Uh, Cooper's head might be on the block. And what did you say about the penalty kill, Rhett? That that's just effort and community. And oh, one for yes. five on Tim the penalty kill for Tampa. <laughs> it's like they didn't work for their coach after he called them out. Huh. Weird. Still huh. waiting for uh, Poole Yarvey to arrive for the Canes. Goss the spare, as you see there, he uh, scored, has two power play goals in the last two games. And so he's uh, fit in nicely. When Poole gets there, they could go all thin. If they right. wanted on a checking line, Teravainen and Kotkaniemi combined for eight points. That's uh, that's a pretty good duo. Lightning thing is great news for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was just going to say, we talk about the 2-3 in that Atlantic division. Boston's going to win it running away. It, you know, are we seeing some cracks here or is this just the 82-game season and over the course of it, there's bumps for everyone? No, this is people getting sick of each other. That's, That's why I had to come down here and get away from you guys for a yep. while. Well, too bad Boom can't leave. He's been trying to do that for years. Christ. <laughs> Please. Damn pandemic moved me from afternoons back to mornings with God, this asshole. <laughs> Guy quits. You'd think I'd be the... Uh, oh, you're coming too? Oh, good. Great. How are the new guys fitting in, Rhett? Uh, Timo Meyer, how about first period as a devil? Let's take a peek. Timo Meyer, Timo. a devil. And scoring. Oh, look, it's the, 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 the baby barn. It's the mullet arena. That's yeah, the baby barn. Zip. That's going to be a fun 2-3 as well, Rhett. Rangers, Devils, potentially. Love it. 
Love it. Yeah. And if we want uh, go to the net, but they needed every no, they need overtime to win that game, but win it out of conference. Who cares about that loser point? They get two. Uh, speaking of my. debuts, you don't like them? No, I don't. I don't mind the, the outsides. It's the freaking cactuses on their pants. Grow up. Mm. You don't like the lightning pants either. I no, you got now. lightning bolts in your fucking pants. <laughs> Figure it out. Jonathan Quick made his Vegas debut. He hung on to beat the Montreal Canadiens as well. This was unusual, Red, to see John Quick in anything but silver, white, and black. Yeah, gets the dub. For Vegas, who continue to pace the Pacific. That really is. That's, that's mouth-watering, right? Oh, the yeah. The potential there. Oh, yeah. Because it didn't, Quick not only is it, boys. could he, play, oh, screw your former team. A lot of guys move on or whatever. But this was so publicly bitter. And as Frank said, Quick. I'd forgotten. It was weeks left in a 10-year pact that would allow him to essentially have his whole career as a king. Because mm-hmm. I don't know that he's back next year. Who knows? We'll see. But... Weeks away. We've traded you dot 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 to Columbus. Columbus. Last place. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to end up in Vegas. And now I'm gonna stick it right in your shitter. I don't know how quickly you got this helmet done, but take a peek. It's got the gold Vegas on it. I know. He's either got a good sticker store there or some artist is just Well and his pads too. This. They do they can do that now with the, well, the pants uh, I stickers get the helmets. I'm a little more impressed. See the gold there? You just slap it on there. All right. Yeah. yeah. VGK. That does spice things up a little. Tell you what, I still hate Vegas, though. It doesn't make me want to cheer for him. I must play in Edmonton. Fuck, I love Vegas. Yeah, Edmonton. from the team you love to cheer for to the team you love to hate, right? Like Vegas Knights. Yeah. Still don't like him. Oh, for quick. He, this would turn his stomach a week ago. Now that's his, those are his boys. All yeah. of a sudden, happens quick in Vegas. Be like you wearing a Blue Bomber jersey retro. <laughs> Never happened. Never. Couple notes and uh, uh, notes. Newts. Newts and notes. Newts. Non-NHL, Derek Carr's got a new home, hey? Former Raiders quarterback, heading to the Big Easy Ret. Nolens, look at that. Jacked up to be going. He posted that this morning. It's uh, apparently a four-year pact, do you know? And what the, what it was is, I don't know if you saw it, but the Raiders played the Saints this year. He must have been phenomenal. Let's check in on the box score. Uh, 24-0, Derek Carr, 15 oh. for 26 with a pick, 100 yard. Never mind. How couldn't you? W- Sorry. I he mean, that's that pre-scouting. Oh, dear. Game action. Well, it's the visitor's room. They, they painted it that day. Once he gets on the home side, it's all going to. Well, and you're up against Andy Dalton. That's what right. You, you can't do? just you be expected. touch the ball. Yeah, the Come on. Rifle. All you can do is hope to contain him. Uh, and finally, fellas, the weekend, I wanted to get a, a, a rink breakfast sandwich update for you. That's Hit right. the spot. So what were you doing? We had uh, kid hockey in Carstairs, U9 tournament. Right. So we had a, wedding, a Friday night, two Saturdays, a Sunday morning, back, and uh, kids zonked out like at their dinner plates. Awesome. There they are. Look at the kids. Champs. Yeah. Champs. They're they all win. champions at U9, Rhett. Everyone gets Everyone's medals. a champion? You'd okay. hate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Champs. Good, good breakfast sandwich at the barn. Yeah. Compliments. Uh, they, they did accept debit, which was new. No credit. So, you know, just yeah. catching up. A little behind. Great, great barn in Carstairs, Retro. You'd love it. Seating all the way around. 
Carstairs team had some kids. I wanted it's like the Cuban national team. I wanted to check some birth certificates. So which of these coaches? Because you said two of the guys are total assholes. Which two are? They? No, no. It was uh, I was one, and uh, well, clear, the one guy's well, not wearing said, the team jacket. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you said that there's Jesus. two guys that I'm coaching Just with. Like, absolute clowns. They're complete dickheads. Well, the one should be incarcerated for sure. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know how he's legal right now. Anyway, great group, great team, great fun, and. Uh, my kid Annette there has got one of the best Lloyd Christmases you'll ever see there. Look at that bowl cut right front middle. I like it. All right, that's Pender Report, boys. Brought to you by... Why are you letting him be a goalie? Or... He wants to, trust me. I'm not pushing oh, him that way. Son. I know. I know. And then he won MVP that game. It's a horrible, horrible thing. He wants to be a goalie. Go ahead, Dean. So... Village Honda. Get those detailing packages, would you? Start at only $79.95. Protect your vehicle from the harsh elements of winter. Beyond that, just do it for yourself. Treat yourself. Nice, clean car. Oh, that smell. You know, get... Because they're when you do it, they're doing the cleaning that you're not going to do. You might wash. Oh, it gets... You're, they're getting in the cup holders. This is a detailing package. Detailing. VillageHonda.com is the website. Visit them today. In the Northwest Auto Mall, they're your dealership for life. Oh, life. Oh, life. Yeah, we talked about Sixth of March. That. Sixth you, of March. Uh, I, I, now I feel sheepish that I was ranting because I listened to a podcast this morning when I was on the stair climber about not let, being rational mm. and not, not speaking when you have emotion. Right. You know, you got to take a step back. I feel like I... Maybe, We're good at that. I got to re-listen to that podcast. I might have been irrational with my emotional ranting earlier. I think it was emotional, but I think it was from the heart. I, I think also that podcast, uh, if everyone was acting like that, they'd make really shitty podcasts. Well, you know, I'd like to take the long view and maybe we'll <laughs> collect in a couple of weeks and I'll give you my opinion, but I don't want to judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, a good point. Yeah. Can I, be, I'll be, can I be great f- question? I'm going to get, I'll get back to you on that. I'll be honest. I'll be, you know what? I'll be Frank. Oh, there's a lot of, uh, sports media podcasts, whatever. And you'll hear guys ranting and raving. And you wonder, is, is he just, is that for a show? Is that for effect? Is this some hot take some hot oh. takery here? That's not what you're doing. You're being honest. And I don't think anybody that sits here thinks, oh, this is, this is Reddy's trying to be a Stephen A. Smith. It's like that doesn't cross anybody's mind. You played for the team. You know these. You know the coach, and you know the situation. You're just being honest. And God forbid a guy's passionate about it. Awesome. Well, because I couldn't give well, a thanks. shit. I just uh, you don't care. No, no. Wait till you see the uh, projected playoff revenue we had. Then you'll start giving a shit. Yeah. Oh. But again, that's why it's BS. Do better. And shame on the players. We harp on the GM. We've given shit to the management and the Coach. owners and the coaches and blah, blah. You guys play the game. Feel free to have it matter to you. My kid said to me, because the game we had the game on, I was watching the game Saturday, and then after hours, you got uh, Nazem Kadri. Mm, my, my kid walks in, and he... Oh, did they lose? Because I think he saw it at one nothing, two nothing. I'm like, yeah, it was three nothing. He's like, three nothing. God. So he's kind of standing there watching after hours. He's like, why is he so happy? (laughs) 
And Caudry's just, yeah, you know, he's kind of talking yes. about win, winning the cup and stuff he did. He's like, then I brought the cup back to London and oh. we had a great time. Like, what's he so happy about? He's, well, he's on, he's doing this thing. He can't just be mopey or whatever. And then I keep watching for a while. Yeah, he's he's pretty happy. This, yeah. That that loss does not seem yeah. to be. You know, Got to flush it. Either hey, he's Kadri's, really good at getting yeah, ready for the camera. Real good at talking, Kadri. He's Kadri's real good at Kadri. Yeah, just ask him. What's going on over there? You all right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all fine. <laughs> it's all great, eh? Alex is back at uh, World Control. World Control. There. Did we show the East standings today? I, I feel like I we forgot to show these standings. How excited is Alex right now? I, I was going to say, for Alex today, my Good gift point. to him, the Ottawa Senators are one of the hottest teams since the All-Star break. You showed the All-Star break, the Flames, what, 29th, I believe, 29th yeah. best record since the All-Star break. The Sens have gone 8, 3, and 1. And take a look. Come on. They got they got some games left. They got some running. Did you see last week? Oh, look at this! There look at is. those arbitrary see? end points. Yeah, Wonderful. There it is. Since Jan twenty five, percentage, top five point percentage, um, twelve three and one, Decent. second best. Holy! And did you see last week retro way we talked about it? We really didn't get, when freaking Kachuk was calling on the bench of the mm-hmm. Detroit Red Wings. Who like, wants it? Hey, which one of you next? fuckers wants some? Hey, any of you guys gonna have some balls? No one did. And Stevie Y immediately sold the whole franchise. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see it. Fucking Verana, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, we're not winning this year. If no one's going to stand up to Brady Kachuk, we're done. Trade everything. And then they go and pick up the uh, the chick dog. Love the chick dog. Is that good, Alex? Is that enough? Right, when, and Alex, do let us know when they're going to face team's number one goalie. So we'd love to get that. Uh, so, uh, there's a chat. Thank you. From Boca Raton. I don't think it's old. Jacob Chikrin sat for how long? Two weeks? Almost three, yeah. Yeah. Weeks. So there he is. Chick dog. The old chick dog. Do you recall how the chick dog became the chick dog in the desert? The wings sent 16 overall. I think that's where, yeah, he just picked 16. With Pavel Datsuk and took the much later Yotes first rounder and took uh, one of the names that we had a tough time with at the Dome, uh, Chilliwack Bruin. Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just trade back, give him Datsuk's money, turn into the Chick Dog. It's a nice little move for the Nice. They got some young guys in the wings there, too, that haven't uh, made the the graduation just yet. Nice young decor in Ottawa. That's a nice young decor. Who else do you like back there? Sanderson's in what, his first full pro campaign? And then uh, Shabbat and Zub would round out the top four. Bernard Ducker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you got to bring some some Ridley Greg. 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 That's a good player. So, yes, for sure, show us. Yep. There's Jake Sanderson. Third pair guy. That's a lot to pay for him. Wow, geez. Oh, well. Good for so there you go, Alex. Uh, you're you're welcome <laughs> for that. Other teams that have been uh, on a heater, not surprisingly, Boston, Carolina, Vegas, L.A., and New Jersey. Those are the four teams since the All Star break with the best winning percentage. Did we just see Carolina at the top of that graphic? That was that was from January. Oh, okay, thank you. Because yeah. if because Ottawa top. wasn't in this, yeah, 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 yeah. in this one, so you had to find that one. Yeah, you had to find that one. That's right. Uh, there it is there again. It is, yeah, yeah, that's right. And the Flyers. I got to do yet today. I got to keep it. All right. Um, Flyers took some heat for not getting rid of James Van Riemsdyk. 
Yeah. UFA looked like he was going to what Detroit. Detroit couldn't get a second deal done, and then they had to yank it off the uh, off the table at the last minute. He was one of those guys that was maybe linked here. Was a winger, scoring winger. I was not a fan. Have not been a fan. There's some skills there, but I, I just don't know that if he was coveted, he would have been. They would have got what they wanted. Since Jan 31, 12 games, one goal, one assist. That didn't help, did it? It's not. So I, I, I'm not sure about Chuck Fletcher. I don't know that he's a, a great GM. I, don't think, I think you know what he is. I don't. Okay. I don't think he's a very good GM. Thank you. And I'd like to pile on for him not getting rid of an impending UFA. Yeah. It, even, even still, it feels like that's a guy you could have got something for. But. 100% you could have. What you need to do if you're the Flyers is come out on the offensive like Brian Burke did and say, teams aren't going to bend us over for Mike Camilleri and then next year they call us and everything's a deal. We can't accept that. We'd rather have nothing than a late pick. You know what we need to do? Uh, can I just get a two-shot with Rhett and I, please? So I'll just plug my ears here if you want. Uh, yeah, just pretend. I'll it's just earmuffs. Side, sidebar retro. What I need to do is we need to do a segment or a bit or whatever where I will bring up, I, I will, I, I'll show you ahead of time, like a card trick, where Pinder is going to go, and then just bring it up somewhere over the course of the show. Because I knew by talking about JVR and not trading him that he was going to go to Mike Camilleri not getting dealt and Brian Burke saying that you know, it, it'll be great. We'll, we'll send him off to go pee. We'll show everybody what the, you know, we'll, we'll have a little card or something. Here's, is, yeah. here's what he's going to talk about. It's the match game. Yeah. It'll, it's the newlywed oh, game. Welcome. Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Good to see you. My bad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. He's in on it. Son of a... <laughs> Damn it. But what made that one worse is he didn't have one goal in 12 games prior to the deadline. He was... And I just thought that was such a, a load of hooey from Berkey. It's like, you're not going to be the GM next year. And Mark, like, prices change every year at the deadline. We saw 13 first-rounders go this year. We've seen years where it's like one, two. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Get something. It's better than nothing. This fucking team, you know. It's another one. You start going back. That's no hot. Well, that would have been. It's another one. On like, one. we could go back over a long history of Fuck guys me. that I brought st- back F all. So. <laughs> It's so a pick-me-up Monday. Mika Kiprasov. Yeah, Mika, what was it? Well, they uh, had a deal. It's me or the coach. Okay, we'll see you, Mika. They had a deal. He didn't. He wasn't going to go. Well, again, understand what the F is going on yeah. organizationally, and maybe you don't have to trade your franchise goal. You're the only guy that makes you so look good. Bob Hartley or Mika? Pick carefully, Calgary Flames. Oh, you picked Hartley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well done. Coming up at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Greeks. It is the World Cup. World Mu- Muay Thai World Cup 7 retro. Come on. Oh. Saturday, March Man, 25th. It is uh, the road to one, the championship quarterfinals. Winners advance, take a step towards the $100,000 grand prize of a contract with the one championship. The best North American Muay Thai combatants battle. They have the four-ounce gloves. And if you want to advance in this, obviously, in this championship and in the, uh, the tournament, this is the quarterfinals. And go to, the, go to the Gray Eagle website and check it out, grayeagleresortandcasino.ca. Tickets for every event is through Ticketmaster. But they have uh, already kind of laid out, things can change, but the fighters and how it's going to go. 
and if this is one of those, if you've never been, oh, buckle up. Yeah, this is great time. You're going to be wondering how the hell you haven't done it before in your life because it is, it is violent. Oh, and it's the thing about it is there's no ground and pound, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah, that's that's the problem with MMA. You go to an MMA fight. You go to an MMA fight and you can fall asleep because they get on the ground and I, I, I get it. It's, it's tough and they're all great at that, but it's boring to watch two guys wrestling on the ground for 25 minutes. These Muay Thai guys are standing there kicking the piss out of each other. Ow, ow. You can hear the smacks. You're like, ow, 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 now, ow. Did you compete in this? Because remember Cause back in the day, tra- yeah, you yeah. would yeah. go do the show up, and then Run go right up. to Muay Thai. Runner-up, Cooney cheap-shotted me in oh. the uh, equilibrium, and I couldn't get up. Pardon me? Yeah. Cooney's got a great a great kick. <sighs> right on the eardrum. Well, I did until he snapped his Achilles twice and oh. like an idiot. So <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> Spent two years in a cast. Two years? <laughs> he would be so fat. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. I st- you know what? He could be in a cast. I still don't want any part of Cooney. No, thank you. Yeah, it's the movie tie. With the cast, yeah. it would be worse. World Cup 7, Saturday, March 25th, the Road to One Championship quarterfinals. Get your tickets, be there. That will be a fun day for Eagle Resort and Casino. Greeks. And we'll be figuring out what uh, we're going back to the Greeks at some point this we month. have to. I have a couple dates I want to run past old retro, but then again, he's in Buffalo, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> Um, there's, this is a good month for sports. I'm going to leave it as vague as that, but we're going to find a couple little shoehorn us in for some, some good, uh, TV time at the Griegel pitchers, wings, free coffee all day. Let's roll. And that, that's special at the Griegel, the, uh, it's too good to be pitcher true. And wings no, special. It's true. If you're there to watch the game. Yeah. Tonight, the game. Yeah. 12 bucks, plate of wings, jug of beer. Not each, all together. And guys are like, oh, so what do you get? There's two pints in those yeah. those jugs. Yeah, it's not a huge and jug, but it's you, still. What are you getting, 10, 10 12 wings? At least it does. Yeah. Decent. That's I, 12 bucks. I'm giving up free wings when I'm at the Griegel. That's how I'm rolling. You are, yeah. yeah. So was Wolfie when we were there the last was time. Was Wolfie doing it too? Yeah. That's awesome. I think he had a couple. The waitress comes by. Oh, so are you guys done with everything? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm you give you're me you're done with these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Betway bets of the day. Let's take a look. Betway bets of the day. The Flames are playing the Dallas Stars tonight down in Dallas. Big D in Big D. That's right. Wow. Rupe hints anytime goal. Plus 162, Rupe had a hat trick a couple games ago against Chicago. He has six goals in his last five games. Do it, Rupe. He's got that big fat wallet making over eight mil. Ooh, big ass. The wallet. Plus 162 for an anytime goal. Wow, look at this. And Joe Pavelski loves to put it right in the keister of the flames. He does. uh, Yes, right in the chops. 55 points in 59 games. That feels light. Oh boy. It's like every time you turn around that but, little bastard. You know what that didn't include? Huh? That fucking playoff series in the bubble where he just ran their fucking show after we said, oh, maybe he's oh, a little yeah, too yeah. old now, two games in, and then yeah. they storm back. Yeah, this is, I assume me. this is regular season points. You're right. Every time, anyway. Uh, Pavelski, 
I'm going a little higher, a little big game hunting. Yeah. Two plus points, a two point night or better for Joe, plus 300 to go along with my rupe. Those are my bets of the day. Sorry, Flames fans. Well, I mean, but we that, can, listen, we could be jinky pants it's too. It's Betway. What am I going to do? Huh? Huh? You pick flames, you're going to be called jinxy pants. You're not being jinxy pants here. Huh? Mm? What do you got? I'm, I'm reading uh, the same literature. Are you? I'm singing the same psalms. Mm. We are hammering out melodies and <gasps> harmonies together. Rope hints, two plus points, plus 275. Yeah. And uh, someone beating the Flames by two, hard to do. They usually lose every game by one. But if it were to happen tonight, plus 175. And I'm going to jinx the stars here because I haven't gone minus one and a half for anyone against the Flames all year. Uh, so you should have, yeah, you have to apologize to those Dallas Stars fans when yeah, I know. that happens. Do, doing our part here, folks. There you go. Hey. See that? Betway, bets of the day. Get the app on your phone. Be 19. Be responsible. Be a non-terrorist. Just do every. Just you know how you should be. Just be that way. Do it. Be a good person. Betway, better better bets of the are. day. Yeah. Betway, bets of the day. Betway. And then afterburner tonight with you and me, Retro. You and me. How tired is Boom looking? Dialed Boom it. Boomer's looking all looking how tired Boom's looking. Boom's looking so tired. You're gonna be tired. <laughs> I, I will say this. I do love starting the week with an afterburner. It really kind of sets the tone and sets the mood. Well, for I, got, the I got good news for next week. We've got a Sunday night afterburner. <laughs> oh, good. Fuck's sakes. Listen, it's irrelevant. You get up at 2 and a half in the morning. Don't talk to me about sleep. You, Listen, you, I, you, don't you know what? Anyway, so. 3.54 this morning. Oh, and I thought I was hoped. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I was up for a while, but I managed to get back to sleep. You didn't go on your phone and tweet, because that's when it's done. No, you're, but you're I, not getting back I, from I could kind of recognize where I was. I thought, maybe, you know what? I'm still, I can kind of, eh, get close. I might be able to go back to sleep. Maybe all hope is not lost. You're a shitty about, sleeper. About 30 minutes later, I finally fell back asleep. Oh. Oh, we got to do that jersey for hearing loss clinic. And what are we doing with that other thing? <laughs> get that other. Oh, we got to do something different with it. You missed this, don't you, Rhett? <laughs> I got to go. Let's talk to you later. Oilers right. suck. They're actually in Buffalo tonight, and then they stick. Go to the game. Terrible. Heckle Leon. No. I, no? Okay. I won't. I will not support that team. All That's right, everybody. Silly. That's Barn Burner. An uplifting edition of Barn Burner Wasn't on your it Monday. Though? Wasn't it? Game day edition. Yeah. Get your helmet on. See you tomorrow, buddies. Another game day. Can't yeah. Wait. So good. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.